from a dead man. Greetings. Coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. We're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. There will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. That is the moment of real danger. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control and this news about the new variant has been a uh, an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. And it's important for everybody to act, essentially act like they might have the virus. And that's the way that we can control it together. The way ahead is hard. And it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. Our advisory group on new and emerging respiratory virus threats, nerve tag, has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further. And I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public. Um, more families, uh, many more families, are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on stage, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment for sure. I just say, I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime, so as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behaviour.
after reading that law line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are, you know, good they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Of course, Friday. Well, Friday for you, uh, my listening audience. If you're not in, uh, <laughs> if you're not in Australia, uh, I meant to stream last night, and I meant to stream this morning. I had one uh, lined up with Christy, and uh, she is under the weather right now, um, quite um, quite seriously. So, so we were going to do a long deep dive onto uh, lip lipid nanoparticles. The uh, the attack by uh, what was it electrophiles and whatever <laughs> all that all that chemistry nonsense that um, basically means that lipid nanoparticles as a medical countermeasure in the modern biowarfare era I think oh, they're, they're toast they're done they're out of here they should uh, they should no longer be uh, gracing public health and of course that doesn't mean that there isn't perhaps a spot for them somewhere with uh, some some therapies etc um, but as a uh, as something for the for everyone from babies up to uh, the 
elderly and immune compromised. Um, I'm hoping we will uh, slay that particular dragon. Uh, lady says, uh, I look good. Well, I'm quite, I'd like to think that I'm quite rested at the moment because I haven't streamed for a few days and I slept oh, all of yesterday afternoon from about midday till seven. Got up for a couple of hours, went back to sleep, woke up around 4 to get ready for the stream with Christy. And it was around 4.30 that she uh, she contacted me from the, the, the hospital. She said, I want to stream. But I was like, well, you know, uh, hospital and rest takes, uh, takes priority in these instances. So prayers for Christy. Let's hope she gets back on uh, the... Uh, a horse soon enough and uh, we'll be able to do the stream that we did have planned of course uh, if you're jonesing for uh, some christy or her data the slides her in-depth presentation is available on of course mccandojo.com in the library section you can go and download everything there it's uh, available for everyone uh christy grace um i'm not sure who christine is in this particular instance but um yeah let's uh let's hope she's uh she she pulls through and uh, oh come but i'll get the chat good to see you sweetheart i hope you're okay and um, I hope uh, hope you're at least keeping busy. Um, all right, uh, what are we going to be doing today? Well, I want to get to <laughs> human endogenous retroviruses and prions to finish that sucker. Uh, I think it's important paper and the but stuff keeps coming up, and of course I need to keep. Uh, abreast of the other the other fronts in this war that we find ourselves in and if uh, you don't think if you're not interested in zog war zog war is certainly interested in you so it's incumbent upon us to keep uh, up, up to date with the latest and um, things are very uh, fluid at the moment, I would say, as I've been trying to keep keep an eye on what is happening. But uh, what else? Not much. Uh, I would have been able to stream earlier, but that tax evading blick was uh, was was full of good ideas again, taking up a few hours. But uh, it's it's jihad day. It's Friday. Please, please, please feed that blick of mine. He's, uh, Alright, go hungry. No, uh, no Mackie D's and uh, whatever. I can't remember. That he has a particular shake that he likes. Um, all right, all right, all right. So I think uh, we can move on. And our soundboard is clean. Yes, there it is. And uh, oh yeah, uh, we'll start with this. Of course, the uh, the scientific insult of the week comes from the Royal Society and them giving uh, Eddie Holmes whatever Kruner Medal for basically proofing a paper, as far as I can tell. But <laughs> yes, 
they still wanna they still wanna chuck shit in your face the scientific establishment we know what lying reptiles these are they mean you how oh, they mean you no good uh, like much of the predator class and uh, the predator class is not above uh, using the very tip of the spear of cutting edge science to keep you off balance, keep you confused, etc. Which is why I'm here and uh, hopefully you find uh, benefit in myself working through papers, trying to disambiguate what the, uh, what the technocrats are throwing at you. And we have a couple of gems today. Uh, they're mercifully short, but... Um, Basically, no, again, nothing that we didn't know, but uh, we should keep on top of stuff, stay up to date with the data as best as we can. And so we're going to, of course, take a look at that now. Tip of the spear, edge of the knife. Indeed, indeed, indeed. And um, you know what? I want to say thank you to uh, Mordan Beans. He sent a dono already. Come on, lick spills. Feed that. Blick. Um otherwise he'll go hungry. But uh for more damn beans, he can have a tip of the spear, edge of the knife. And um right, so housekeeping, if you've wandered in here wondering who I am, that's me. I'm uh, a real real doctor. Well no <laughs> scientific doctor, not medical doctor. Alright, a contender! I was uh, climbing my way up the greasy pole before uh, the good Lord decided he had another mission for me. And this is the mission where renegade science and talking, uh, talking to the uh, the masses at large, um, make, pointing out how the emperor has no clothes. But if you want to find uh, all my previous work in the uh, in that corporate space please uh, researchgate is a good place to go uh, it's linked on mccandojo.com i believe and uh, there you can go and uh, support the stream move this over here see the big blue button you can use your usury cards uh, gaypal patreon uh buy me a coffee subscribe star digital tulips etc etc and of course uh i i have got to spend some time with uh again talking about um we need to, we we need to be networked uh as much as possible now you can join the discord i like discord it's uh it's it's a comfy place. It's full of bells and whistles and what have you. And we, um, a lot of people sort of aggregate there. But we had a shot across the bow last week. I'm going to cover a little bit of uh, censorship and why why that probably happened uh, with the timing that it did. But uh, there's links now for our Gilded Backup. And again, what I would suggest uh, is go to mccandojo.com, hit the register to be notified uh, stream. And um, hang on a second. Uh, I'll take a look at that later. Um, where was I? Yes, register to be notified and I will send out emails when I go live streaming and if something 
um, really obnoxious happens with respect to platforms getting taken down. Again, I'm not sure. It's great. Rumble's doing great. Lots of uh, lots of user as is uh, our website uh, streaming platform, uh, which I will point people to here, WTYL.live. And um, you can um, upload, you can stream there, um, you can do... Uh, whatever you want, um, so long as it's uh, none of that, uh, none of that. Uh, <laughs> the Jew pornos, please on there. Let's try and keep it, uh, let's try and keep it degenerate free. And um, let's see, comfortably. I'm set shekels for Simon. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, let me let me see what's there. Um, oh, nice and. Uh, Wow, um, that blick, that blick's in Mackie D's, and uh, for such a, uh, for such generosity from uh, Laura Paul and uh, one that blink, uh, I give you what's cooking. If you Nigger, 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 nigger. All right, all right, all right. Um, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Oh yes, yes. Um, we can get into the main one of the main headlines that I had. There's a lot happened in Ukraine, not just Ukraine, Europe, Russia, in general over the last five years. And uh, Tucker, having been let off the leash, is. Uh, Again, I'm, you know, I don't want to be a fanboy or anything, but I'm liking what Tucker is saying uh, a lot at the moment. I'll excuse his uh, um, Habad Lubavitch uh, little bit of string for the moment. I, I like to think that uh, people of all faiths are concerned about the direction that we are being taken. And um, I'm going to let Tucker take this away. It's five minute long clip and um, uh, yeah he's just he's just saying what i've been saying over the last uh, well it feels like since forever but uh take it away please uh Tucker. You know, here's here's my view of it um i think the lies are, are are unsustainable lying is always unsustainable you're always found out in the end whether in your lifetime or posthumously but you're you know lies are always revealed by their nature and these lies are so big and so obvious and so stupid that it's going to be very clear to the majority of voters before the election that the Biden administration has no idea what it's doing, that Joe Biden is not running the government and that it's not working at all. And I think by that point, we're um, look, uh, if people haven't cottoned on to that fact uh, <laughs> in the last few years, even prior to then, that the uh, the the public-private partnership, the corporate the corporate jail guards uh, have it in for you. You're not going to work it out in the next, uh, next how long is it till, a, a year away? Are we about a year away from the next uh, election? What are we, September now? When's US election? November, right? Um, yeah, if, if they haven't twigged it yet, they ain't going to have a real economic contraction. I think we're going to be in the, in the teeth of a very tough recession. And that makes everything much more intense. And so if your goal is to maintain power, and if you think, 
once you relinquish power, the problem with everything becoming the problem with criminalizing politics is the people who do it imagine or know that it will be done to them. So once you start indicting your political opponents, you know that you have to win or else they're going to indict you if they win. Right. Right. And so they can't lose. They will do anything to win. So how do they do that? They're not going to do COVID again. I know everyone on the right's afraid they're going to do COVID and mask mandate. They're not going to do that. Um, I'm inclined to agree uh, myself and Shogun Rikasu spoke about this at length um, during his stay here. I have to believe that it's that's played out. I know it's in the works. I've got a few tabs lined up with respect to that just to just to say that we played them. But I can't see them being able to pull it off. They've burned through any good faith that the public had with respect to um the stunts that they did pull over the last three years so i'm i'm in agreement with tucker on this one but you know what what do they have lined up for us that's that's the question that they can't do that if they've already been exposed that won't work there's going to be oh wait <laughs> i say that and then comfy lum in the chat says cancelled football game in florida due to covid this weekend yeah look it's it's obviously still the, the disease hasn't stopped right and the excess deaths are still seemingly a problem and i do think they're likely to be linked to the whatever the the virus the countermeasure whatever whatever you think is the source for all all the death and mayhem um whatever you know clutch onto that but the the ability to shut down everything like they did well they didn't do it here but like they did in the west I, i'm i'm struggling to imagine that happening especially in the us there will just there will just be too much pushback um all the people took the vax dying uh yeah the problem the problem with such a sweeping statement is that we don't that so many people took it that it's going to be difficult to disambiguate the signals without um autopsy and the one thing we do know that they have done is avoid uh, gone to great lengths to not have autopsies done but the what we do know is is that people aren't dying in hospitals so it's not hospital protocols something else is is ongoing and the the issue is is that um if it if you die from what could be a potential viral related pathology that isn't acute respiratory distress syndrome then it's not going to get marked down as um covid but yes i agree that um gene transfecting amyloidogenic peptides that we see uh, we're going to have a look in this stream uh don't go away um is is bound to cause problems and you know we don't know the interaction between that plus environment circulating variants etc and you know just as a caveat i don't i don't think i grabbed the the post i was looking at we've looked at similar i think last week or the week before but this was wastewater analysis 
and I want to say it was in Silicon Valley. And, you know, you can see the spikes for each wave of COVID. And now we've got into this phase where it's not going down to baseline. And so there's obviously circulation going on, but there just isn't the, the, the surveillance being done, which, you know, is... It, it's a it's a step back from the I don't know the authoritarians' uh, wet dream of uh, sticking sticking swabs uh, into various orifices. But remdesivir, remdesivir, sorry, still mainstay of treatment inpatient. Yeah, that's because the medical literature says it's the thing to do. And the, you know, we looked at this the other week and the LD50 for remdesivir is, is high, 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 1,000 milligrams per kilo. And the dose they give in hospital is well below that. Now, again, I get that there's interactions with uh, um, other medications, etc. But uh, the the safety signal... I've yet to be really convinced of the safety signal with remdesivir. Does it does it affect people? Yes, um, but so does acyclovir for herpes, and that's an OTC um, medicine now. Uh, what about white genocide? Lick spill. You sit down and take your great replacement. That's. <laughs> You've been told you've got to accept your white genocide, or you go all burgle on them. Uh, let's see, let's see. Swabs full of ethylene oxide and masks full of vox and nanoplastics. Yeah, well, um, I don't like ethylene oxide. I'd like to see the mass specs done on the swabs to see the amount it's a gas and we used it in sterilization etc in the surgical room and um i handled that stuff all the time um i'm not i'm not overly concerned about that it's just it's just the um overreach of uh, authorities that they could or demand that you hand over um, swabs or have something as invasive and you know there's the imagery as this stream starts as they were doing it to uh small small newborns um that scene always makes me uh wince um let's see pharmacists are still refusing to fill ivermectin and changing prescription to paxlovid uh yeah again i mean i'm not sure what to tell you with respect to us us pharma uh, corruption um that's uh that's a a given and again i would point to japan i know i'm getting off tangent i should let i've i've got this lined up in um later tabs but um, these these issues aren't a thing in Japan, yet we we've still got this uh, very very dramatic increase in. Well, the data we've been looking at is just call out ambulance ambulance call outs for severe conditions, and Japan is having a 
very, very sustained increase in all-cause mortality. Maybe it's aged population, etc. Still hasn't managed to take out my next-door neighbours, for fuck's sake. But um, I have IVM and HCQ just in case. Um, yes, look, one, my advice, these... These fuckers are not um, not playing pat a cake with you, and you've got to make sure that you're doing anything and everything to uh, avoid avoid the areas where they do have kill boxes set up. That's I think we've learned that over the last three years. But uh, well, where Tucker's going to go? Maybe there's just going to be kill boxes everywhere. No, what are they going to do? They're going to go to war with Russia. Is what they're going to do. There will be a hot war between the United States and Russia in the next year. And really? On the, of, yes, of course. They want it anyway. Um, I don't think we'll win it, but that's a separate analysis. But I think it's a political matter. They need to declare war footing in order to assume war powers in order to win. And this is, I would argue, this is the only card they have left, right? They've, they've pulled everything else up to this and the the last card is a uh, major conflagration and you know you can all your little uh, hobby horses about misfolded proteins or hospital protocols or remdesivir or whatever you're not going to give a shit about those when um there's a, a hot war going on and we uh, we inch inexorably uh, to it uh, right at this moment and you know, the people that would pull the, the hot war are very likely the people that pulled essentially the last three and a half years. Um, it's, uh, it's, there are no accidents here, I'm afraid. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Uh, let's see. I believe that. And I think all the evidence suggests that's true. So if you're worried about our politics getting like even more vicious than it already is, and people being hurt in our politics, which is entirely possible, you should be worried about the prospect of an open war. We're already at war with Russia, of course. We're, we're funding their enemies. So we're fighting Russia, but I mean an open battle with Russia, where we say we're at war with Russia. I think that could easily happen. Uh, you know, I think we could Tonkin gulf our way into it, where all of a sudden missiles land in Poland. The Russians did it. Our NATO allies been attacked. We're going to war. I could see that happening very easily. So if you're worried about yep, that, yep, yep. you need to put as much pressure as you possibly can on the Republican-held Senate to force a peace, which can be done. The United States could force a peace in Ukraine tonight. We're funding one side. There is no Ukrainian army outside of NATO. If NATO withdrew its support for Ukraine, Ukraine would crumble in a day. So we are the only power in the world that can bring both sides to the table to force a peace, which will be unsatisfactory as all forced pieces are. Like each side will give more than it wants, but that's the only option. Otherwise, we I would bet my house on it. We are going to war. I wouldn't mind Tucker's house. I bet it's uh, I bet it's very tasteful. Dr. Kev, what do you think of old brain freeze Mitch? Got to go right. Yeah, he's got severe Parkinson's. That effect that you're seeing is a is a well-known parkinsonian complication that happens after you've been on the the drugs for i don't know you, you, usually the average is about five years and it's called parkinsonian freezing and they're called off and on states 
now <laughs> man he looks fucking 200 years old anyway what are these come don't they have to have fucking <laughs> retirement ages Everyone else has to uh, clock off at 65. Um, hey, who actually Jack? Good to see you, bro. Um, but how, how is it that these we allow these fossils into these political positions where they're able to maintain a grip on power for generations and maintain the corruption that we see day in, day out? That's a question to be asking yourself. Or with Russia. And, of course, the stakes are are everything, our life on the planet. I mean, these are the two biggest nuclear arsenals in the world facing off against each other. So, like, this is insane. They're insane. These are people who think men can become women, who believe that... <laughs> I love Tucker sometimes. Yeah, this is... Uh, and You know, uh, this could all be down to... Uh, what should we say? Uh, that, that JQ thing, that JQ question, and uh, how they... Uh, Try to inject the. Um, Want to be? Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to cut a more uh, family-friendly line at the moment. But the, you know, their their Talmudism and uh, the, uh, the they're the ones with uh, multiple genders and uh, this metaphysical drive towards uh, making everyone androgynous. For one, I've described it particularly well, but that—that's—that's that's their um, eschatology. That's where they're thinking, and you know, the simple fact is that um, the U.S. has been heavily, heavily infiltrated by them. I saw on uh, Twitter Space uh, L Lucas Gage doing a space about the ADL and the problems that they're causing and oh where did i where did i put it uh, yeah I, I'll, I'll try to remember to play it for the other face masks save you from covid i mean these are not rational people would they go to war with russia of course they would again they want to anyway and well, i don't know why republicans don't get this at all but they don't seem to get it. because they're zog infiltrated too um, this is <laughs> Tucker just needs to bite down that little bit harder and he'll have the answers that he's looking for. And meanwhile, Republican leaders, and Mitch McConnell see now, too, so I don't even blame him. But all this stupid Republican senators and McCarthy in the House, I mean, it's pathetic. Um, these people are all on board with the war against Russia. Why? Well, I think it may even be scarier because you say they believe masks work or they believe men can become women and so on and so forth. I don't know that they believe that. Oh, they do. They do. I think well, it, that's, it may be, be right. worse. I think, they're, I think they you, can you, say you, or do anything to hang on to power. Their, their view of Russia is very, uh, and I can say this as someone who was, you know, against the Soviets when it mattered, um, when they existed, uh, but I'm maybe the only person in the United States who doesn't really have very strong feelings about Russia. I don't. Um, all things indefensible says Kev. I remember you had a strong stance towards face masks at the beginning. Yes, as this pandemic broke out and we didn't know what it was, my approach was: this is synthetic that we're dealing with, and 
any and all measures that you can take with respect to protecting yourself, um, you should do it. Um, but the simple fact of the matter is, is I think the science is out right now, which is that with such a hard-to-defeat aerosolizable agent, that a paper surgical mask isn't isn't going to cut it. Um, look, if you want to walk around with a full re face respirator and you know the twin the twin cans on, um, you'll certainly lower your infective load that way. My advice right now is just you know there's no need to minimise family contact or anything like that. Um, but you know if you can avoid large crowds in closed spaces etc um, as we're because if we're in this paradigm where we're talking about fucking crazy people crazy people that will see the world burn rather than uh, fess up to the crimes that they've done we don't know all the weapons that they would be prepared to be deployed and if what we've seen over the last three and a half years was bio warfare um who knows what's next um and you know it may be i don't know fucking terminator for all i know with their ai drones going around and making sure that you're uh not straying outside the geofence that they've uh set up for you you must be having a homing beacon um in your pocket i.e a cell phone and uh I, I don't know where this goes right three and a half years ago my thing was you're dealing with a lab accident that's what i thought but chinese incompetence as the data has come in i just think that it's way way worse than i was hypothesizing back then and you know we've had to work our way through a lot of data um since and see a lot of geopolitical maneuvers being made and um that that doesn't it doesn't look normal to me and you know i i i would just say your default position right now should be one of um precaution try not to um try not to get sucked in to the zog war that's well it's already happening and try not to get taken out by their weapons whether that is biological warfare agents or even simple stuff like um food they weaponize food so uh please don't blame the chinese um i i blame many 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 or, or, or there are many that are, could be culpable and we can all point at them with a uh very very uh suspicious eye i would say are we going to be able to do anything about it um, I pray that the grand juries that we're trying to bring together will do something, um, but you know that that presumes that those systems are still functional. I'm not sure that they would be in uh, such cataclysmic uh, environments in which we we find ourselves at the moment. It's it's that. It's that bleak, I'm afraid, and you know the uh, the only advice I would give is just that the human race seems to do this periodically, and 
people get through it. Just make sure you're the ones getting through the other side. Um, let's see. Oh, gosh, gosh, says, hey, good dog. Want an interesting anecdote. I brought my friend in for an MRI this morning. My brother shuffled in for his an hour later. Same facility, both cancers, both 55, both unjabbed. Mm. Yeah. Um, not everything is the vaccines. And look, man, I've got to get a lump <laughs> carved out of my neck in... I don't know if they'll do it in two weeks, but um, I've got to go and see them to see what they're going to do about it. And I hope it's uh, benign, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And I haven't been jabbed, so... Um, all right. Uh, I don't, I'm not that interested in Russia. I don't see it as our enemy or ally. I just don't have strong emotions about Russia. So I look at this and I see true hysteria. Like they've convinced themselves that our global enemy is Russia. And I really think they mean that. And I, certainly the Republicans mean it. You know, the Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, you know, the low IQ wing of the Republican Party, which is most of the Republican Party, is low IQ at the leadership level. They all think that and they mean it. And like someone needs to slap them awake. You're leading this country to its destruction. We've already lost control of the world. The American Empire. Uh, says you cut my neck. Yeah, look, man, if I could see it myself, I'd do it myself. Uh, but the problem is it's, it's too, it's too awkward a place to get for me. Um, but, uh, it's, it is what it is. Empire's in free fall right now and we're going to lose the U S dollar. And when that happens, we're going to have real poverty here, like great depression level poverty. And it comes from this war. And I don't understand why no one else can see this, but it's super obvious. Once you leave, the, go spend a week in Europe and talk to smart people on both sides. Like, it doesn't matter what their politics are, and ask them, like, what, what effect do you think the war in Ukraine has had on American leadership in Europe? <laughs> Dude. And by the way, Western Europe is our only... <laughs> Dude. <laughs> talk is funny. ...reliable ally in the world. We only have one out real ally, um, and that's Western Europe. And Western Europe is being destroyed by this. The German economy was crushed when the Biden administration blew up Nord Stream. I know nobody cares, but if you think like long term about this, they're really kicking the legs out from under this country in a way that is not possible to repair, at least in the short term. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, you know, which uh, which particular special interest group uh, is leading the charge? I need that. uh <laughs> I need that on a on a stinger, that dude reading the list. <laughs> Janet Yellen! <laughs> Jill Citizen Holder! All right. So, uh, this... Um, uh, you, you know, we've covered this before, but, um, of course, uh, it was at Blumenthal and... Uh, what's the other guy's name? No. Nope. Not McConnell. <laughs> Graham, Lindsey Graham. Um, basically saying, for less than 3% of our nation's military budget, we've enabled Ukraine to degrade Russia's military strength by half, all without a single American servicewoman or man injured or lost. Uh, these are the types 
of psychopaths um, that you're dealing with here. And uh, what shall I say? Uh, K26R advantageous polymorphisms uh, run have a rich vein uh, in this particular uh, network. And again, folks, you ain't going to be able to do much right now, right? Survive it, come out, remember who did it, then go fuck them up, right? Uh, let's see, Ayahuasca Man, good to see you, bro. And uh, let's see, West Europe, he says, I don't know what that means. Uh, Raspberry says, Zog seems to be behind the Shekinah cross-dressing agenda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, there used to be that funny clip, right, of the the little... The little Jewess as she was singing about the all her genders. <laughs> I wish I'd kept that, but it's uh, gone. Can anyone find me that? Can anyone find me it? I'll be uh, grateful. Now, now, um, if you think uh, you're dodging Zog Wars, uh, think again. Like I said, you may not be interested in Zog Wars, but Zog Wars are certainly interested in you and uh, your boys and this from the daily mail every 16 year old in britain could be signed up for national service scheme under drive backed by cabinet minister oh penny Mordon. um i guarantee you this that penny Mordon's Mordon, uh children will not be being signed up for national service and again these are the moves that we have to be looking out for and look the simple fact is that <laughs> if britain really wants to go to war and is not gonna stoke some other country to do it it would have to uh, rapidly rapidly expand its force size and you know all the effort they've put into spotty geeks sitting behind uh, computer screens etc um ain't gonna cut it when it comes to fixing bayonets etc and it'll be the white working class lads again who get pulled up and sent into a far-flung foreign field to get chewed up by fucking artillery and uh, machine gun fire and this this is a how should we say a nudge a nudge in that direction getting getting the people ready i would wager and you know my advice again would be uh say say no to zog wars um it may be it may be tough it may force you i don't know if they would be shooting deserters in the current environment but um you could probably be looking at a lengthy prison stay to uh if you do say no to uh, the square mile zog bloodlust fest a blood blood bloodlust fest and um there's no way there's no way i'm sending my boys to um fight for another fucker fuck banker war fuck them no way i ain't doing it they're not taking my lad um yeah uh you've got to um is this the gender song you're thinking about uh let's have a look So one way she mentions tum tums. <laughs> mm, no, no, it's some girl singing. 
and uh, she's describing all the Talmudic descriptions of uh, gender. Um, but yeah, that's that's not it. <laughs> Sorry. Why did that? Maybe maybe I searched wrong or hit the wrong. No, it just takes me to a search. Eh. Weird. Um, oh, that's why. I missed off a, a H. Yeah, it's not her. It's it's some stupid rainbow-coloured hair bin doing it. All right, uh, let's move on. So Zog Wars, I think, are done with. Um, look, we, we, we've had this in the last week, and this sort of leads into the next tab and some of the discussion we had at the beginning of the stream. Uh, Biden saying uh, this. President, can you say anything about the uptick of COVID cases and the new variant? Yes, I can. As a matter of fact, I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to the Congress a request for additional funding for new vaccine that is necessary. Now, I apologize for the sound quality there, but um, yeah, he's basically just saying uh, he's signing off cat or, or funding. Stupid thing! He's just saying, he's talking about the signing off of uh, funding for a new uh, new gene transfection shot for you old lickspittles. Get in your kill boxes and await your jabs. Uh, President Kid Sniffer, yes, I agree. And um, this obviously came out uh, in the last day or two, but uh, El Presidente Trumpo is, uh, wow, he's... he's Speak in the people's language, maybe. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. <laughs> they want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? These are bad people. These are sick people we're dealing with. But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words, we will not comply. So don't even think about it. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates. And we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. They rigged the 2020 election, and now they're trying to do the same thing all over again by rigging the most important election in the history of our country, the 2024 election, even if it means trying to bring back COVID. But they will fail because we will not let it happen. When I'm back in the White House, I will use every available authority to cut federal funding to any school, college, airline, or public transportation system that imposes a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Thank you very much. Hibernian <laughs> Blanco Walk says, we will not do all the stuff I did when I had the power to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, again, hindsight being 2020, and it was, it was, 
look, when we look at the what we know now, right, just with the collusion from the American health bureaucracies, I guess, they were they were actively working against or not or working towards a particular outcome. And, you know, you would you would have to be naive to think that they didn't have these or this technology with respect to gene transfection ready to roll out. They they wanted to prove its efficacy. And I think I think that was a major, major part of their their calculation and driving um force back then. And look, how is how is uh dude who's basically lived a baller lifestyle and just would bang hot chicks left and right with Jeffrey Epstein. How's he supposed to keep up with the science? He he presumably trusted the experts, like many of us, naively trusted many of the systems that were supposed to be protective of us uh, as this pandemic rolled out. And, you know, we've... Um, you know what I thought was a rotten system turned out to be not just rotten, but um, metamorphosized into a um, hostile, hostile group of entities, individuals that were all looking to get their piece of the pie. And you know, is he going to do better this time? I don't know. I don't know. Again, um, I'm, I'm too old now to be uh, to be looking for political heroes I, I'm grateful if they'll bring up an issue that I find uh, important you know like RFK bringing up race-based biowarfare um, you know that's a that's a topic that I want to see be discussed at the at the at the highest levels a anything else than than that you're 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 just dealing with massive special interests and again and to mention listening to me you went you went part of those uh power groups i'm afraid you're uh you're there to be uh, as we would uh, look down on ants they look down on us with even more contempt because actually i quite enjoyed looking at ant nests so uh Let's see, Swinger Don, indeed. Uh, hot chicks that were fourteen when he was forty-seven. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, man, do I do I think he's a saint in that department? Not at all. And you know, look, I literally have pictures of him with Epstein in my meme role at the beginning. Right? It's these are these are Epsteinized networks. All we can do is hope to grab the little bits that they do drop crumbs off the table and uh, use it perhaps to uh, edify and teach those of us or those of our friends and family who still believe that these institutions are there to to work for us uh, i'm i'm not so naive anymore i'm afraid um all right so that being done yes thank you trump um so I want to do this. Eh. <laughs> just had just had some bumbling Biden, but you know I've covered this before, and yeah, it's ten, fourteen seconds. So 
um this this is where they're headed folks and uh you if you're listening to me you were probably of uh how should we say europoid ancestry and now you are public enemy number one to the point where the intelligence community is determined the u.s intelligence fuck me he can barely speak he can't he's, he's got a job to articulate holy shit sorry i should let him speak he's determined that domestic terrorism rooted in white supremacy is the greatest terrorist threat we face in the homeland the greatest threat now if you had trouble deciphering that uh word salad mumble fest just there he basically said that the department of homeland security has decided that white supremacism is the major factor which they have to uh which they're planning around and what do they what do they mean by that well it means you not complying when they try to pull their next stunt whether it's mass mobilization to go and get chewed up on european battlefields or um pacific islands or oh, more gene transfection you'll uh you'll line up and take it um if that's a clone i'm not worried about cloning. <laughs> yes yeah um I just I just think that's an old decrepit man that should have been put out to pasture long long ago and he's he's just again he's just a a facade of something deeper darker um operating in the background but there are people who just lap it up they can't break out of that uh, of that particular thought paradigm I'm afraid uh, it is what it is there will be uh as I say, all souls are precious, but you can't save all souls, and uh, many, many will get chewed up. Oh, there it is! There it is, the uh, the Tum Tum Girl. <laughs> now, uh, here's your problem, America. You might be wanting to find out who these particular people are. There's six sexes, genders in the Talmud with many mentions. Let's get into what they are. There's the Teva and Zakar, the two you hear as female and mandragonos for an intersex person with both female and male sex characteristics. Don't come a person with obscured or unclear sexual characteristics. You'll need someone assigned female at birth, but who expresses male characteristics later in life. Sorry, someone assigned male at birth, but develops female characteristics later in life and or has their sexual organs removed. Sorry, and Eloni often are described as infertile. And well, life has lots of rules. Don't let binaries be a hurdle to loving yourself or exactly you. Now, um, the important bit of that song is this. Uh, there's six sexist genders in the Talmud. Right, you've got to you've got to realize that you're fighting ideologies, um, eschatologies, and the simple fact is, 
that your K26 are advantageous polymorphism here carries a lot of punch in the US, I'm afraid. And it's this that's being used to drive people insane. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I can't see my Benny and Blanco walk. <laughs> so, um, th this have, you know, official posture, right? It's not just uh, in the US. And um, this is what we've been dealing with right now, I think, with respect to the censorship online. Um, here we have, I have no idea who this mincing faggot EU bureaucrat is, but um, these are the policies that they're implementing for you. So that the, uh, the dreaded dreaded white supremacism does not come a bubbling to a fore as they assault your children pocketbook your sense of self and uh, national belonging today the digital services act the so-called dsa becomes legally enforceable for very large online platforms and search engine uh, these systemic platforms play a very very important role uh, on our daily life and it is really the time now for Europe, for us, to set our own rules. And, um, but these aren't rules to help you, Untermensch. These are, these are rules to keep the lid on the pressure cooker as they, uh, as they engage in all manner of <laughs> white-collar, white-collar fraud and um, convince you that... Um, you're the one. You're the one that's going mad as you're watching. Uh, as you're watching your uh, country and your cultures be uh, ripped away. Don't you dare go questioning a lick spit, or otherwise you'll be in for the high jump. The DSR is here, here to protect free speech against arbitrary decisions, and at the same time to protect our citizens and democracies against illegal content. My services and I will now. Uh, be very, very rigorous to check that systemic platforms comply with the DSA. We'll be investigating and sanctioning them if not the case. We'll make uh, uh, the online environment safer for everyone in Europe. <laughs> safer, safer for us degenerates who believe that there are six genders so we can go around dipping into it and the children. Ah! Um, Kev, you being a typical honky is you. Well, you know, what you see is what you get, is all I can say. <laughs> yes, it is faggoty, but these are the, these are the rules and uh, the restrictions that are coming in. This is why, again, please, um, go sign up for the email in case Discord gets pulled out from underneath us, go do um, anything and everything to keep our little uh, family and network together so that we can navigate these treacherous times. Because you can be sure as shit that me talking the way that I do um, is going to come under scrutiny. It already has been for a long, long time.
Um, and, you know, I guess that's why we've managed to build out some of these systems which are a little bit more um, robust and um, we're not we're not so dependent on, you know, if Rumble gets taken down, I can still stream, etc. They would have to literally find where our servers are located, the company that owns the server farms and make a beeline for the server well, I'd say physically, but um, they would. Th there are easier targets out there than us right now, and yeah, we've become a uh, crack fighting unit on the uh, on the digital battlefields. And you know, that's not me. That's the group of people that have um, decided to you know think that I'm speaking some sense and I speak perhaps for them um, venting some of the frustration as uh, <laughs> you get that that frog ponce telling you what you can and can't do on the internet um, don't give them ideas doc now uh, uh, if, if they could have they would have and the fact that I'm still um, I'm still active on rumble I mean how long rumble stays untouched i don't know but for sure they've got to be looking at platforms like rumble right now as uh, being yeah uh maybe maybe needing a little uh yank on the chain and you know that's peter teal's little little um project but you know <laughs> that's when you when you've got a reputation for uh, consuming the blood of the young to maintain your uh, youth so you can keep getting pegged in the dung box, um, it, yeah, it's not going to take much leaning on you to make you come back into line, I should say. Um, can't watch Rumble in France already. <laughs> Is that true? That's fucking hilarious. Um... Yeah, as I was getting ready, this came up. Um, I don't know who Keith Woods is, but um, as soon as Elon Musk took over Twitter, the ADL got to work ensuring his promise of a free speech site would not come to fruition. They even warned that Twitter was now on death watch. Why do these people get to threaten and extort social media companies like this? And <laughs> look, just read this tweet from... Uh, the ADL. Whatever happens to at Twitter, new social platforms need to center trust and safety from the outset or risk being subject to the same fate. In the meantime, at Elon Musk has put Twitter on death watch. It didn't have to be this way. And from earlier today, Elon Musk tweeted, ADL has tried very hard to strangle X Twitter. Now, you know, is is this all uh, a play act, um, good cop, bad cop? I don't know, but um, I haven't seen this clip, but I saw it, saw it sitting there. So uh, let's have a listen to... Uh, so literally, we Roth opened Blatt. a center in... Sorry, let me uh, just slow that down for you. Just listen to these people. So literally, we opened a center in Silicon Valley back in 2017. And the woman who runs it, she's an ex-Facebook executive. I have software engineers and data scientists working at ADL. We're monitoring all this stuff, and we're working with all the platforms, by the way. Google and YouTube and Meta and Twitter and Reddit and 
Steam and Amazon, all these companies, from like Apple to Zoom, we work with all of them, okay? That's relevant because we've been working with Twitter now for real, since it was founded. We worked with the old regime, working with the new regime. Yep, yep, yep. Find out. <laughs> Want to find out who rules over you? Find out who you can't talk about. And, you know, with the, the old K260 advantageous polymorphism hypothesis, uh, they, <laughs> they rank very, very high up on uh, my shit list right now for all, all that's gone down. And there's nothing, nothing that they like better than uh, stoking wars where they play off both sides. He looks alienish. Yeah, he's just got that droopy eyed hook nose face of the uh, let's just say you know um you can look at someone from say italy uh greece you can pin them down as being uh, you know mediterranean uh that droopy eyed big nose beak uh is a physiognomic characteristic that uh just sticks out a mile. Um, <laughs> but look, I, I wish I didn't have to keep bringing it up, but these are, what's this one? <laughs> the ADL is the organization most responsible for silencing free speech on the internet today, but not everyone knows its strange origin story. The ADL was established in 1913 to do Yeah, to uh, excuse their, uh, how should we say, rapey sexual degenerate tendencies. <laughs> I'm sure most people, uh, I'll play it just in case you need Defend the honour of Leo Frank, a Jewish businessman in Atlanta accused of a rape. Um, note the uh, droopy eyes and uh, schnoz in that picture. It sticks out a mile and murder of Mary Fagan, a 13-year-old girl. The ADL still says... He could literally be that Leo Frank dude. <laughs> Look at that face! It's anti-Semitic to say Frank committed this crime, despite numerous eyewitness testimonies contradicting his alibi, him being the last person to see her alive, and multiple female employees of his coming forward to testify to his history of aggressive sexual behaviour. The jury itself included no less than five Jews who found Frank guilty. Frank and his allies tried to blame a series of innocent black men by planting false evidence and using bribes to solicit false testimony. Now ask yourself, why in the racist South in 1913 would people choose to lynch a wealthy and connected businessman rather than accuse black people? The ADL still insists on his innocence and will add questioning it to the long list of things that make you an anti-Semite. <laughs> the Jew always, always comes through, folks. What can I tell you? Now, look, it may make you uncomfortable talking about this. It may, oh my God, we're. But look, look, man, these are factors at play in the current environment. You've got to make as accurate threat assessment as possible. And like I say. Who's the ones who were literally coming down like a <laughs> like a seal clubber uh, in first season on uh, speech that they don't like? Because 
the simple fact is when you start digging into this stuff, you keep coming back to the same characters, the same networks, etc., etc. Are they the only ones doing it? Of course not. Hashtag not all. But, but they wield enormous power and resources. Have done for centuries. And if you don't, you got to have the balls to call it out. And, you know, that's one way that I've sort of built a loyal following is that when I need to, I'll, I, I don't mind calling it out for what it is. And, you know, this um, stranglehold that it has over American institutions right now is very, very problematic. And, you know, all those uh, 1776 boys, War of Independence... Uh, it's not the <laughs> he threw off the wrong king <laughs> you needed to look look one one layer back and you'd have got the you'd have got it right but um who knows maybe maybe you can have a bloodless bloodless revolution when the when the time comes just uh how should we say seize their seize their resources like you did Ruskies. All right, um, I haven't got too much science today. Uh, what did I have here? Um, I don't remember what that was. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get into some disease, I guess. And, you know, one of the concerns right now, of course, is that we've entered into a state of immune dysregulation, whether it's via the immune targeting capacities of... SARS-CoV-2, the heterologous effects of the RNA platform, um, the indicators are everywhere. And it may be that SARS isn't the problem going forward. It may be the immune dysregulation and the opportunistic pathogens. And, you know, we know that the avian flu H5N1 has done a bunch of uh, cross-species jumps uh, it's been found in ferrets in Europe etc and um, I kind of sort of found this footage haunting and um, I figured I would play it but um, these are seals not birds um, dying en masse with H5N1 suspected as the cause Go full screen. a lot of dead seals now um i'm not going to play the whole clip um but shut it um, these are again things we need to keep an eye out on the you know, the increase in acquired immune deficiency syndromes that have been reported uh, again your best bet is to make sure that you're in as optimal condition as possible such that should you come into contact 
with uh, other other circulating pathogens that uh, you don't end up like a seal on an Argentinian beach. Um, have the seals been autopsies? Because I do not believe it. We are in magnetic excursion. I don't know. I don't know. This is, it was just, um, that's the assumption that was made. And I don't think uh, magnetic excursions cause uh, seals to just cark it like that and have obvious respiratory um, issues, as you could see, as it was, or one of them was sort of struggling for breath. So um, I like the wind turbines as backdrop. God, I hate those things. Um, <laughs> I really do. But. Um, well, if they blame bird flu, then maybe they did take blood. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I can. Is that a link? Uh, just says suspected avian flu. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but, again, I do know that it's been found in ferrets in Europe. There's birds dying left and right in oh, Denmark or Norway right now. Um, and the, the signs, the signs are out there, folks. So, all right. So, I wanted to... Um, talk a little bit about the all-cause mortality. Um, now, uh, I, I was looking at this figure, which I've been using a lot lately, and someone pointed me to... Well, you would, you would think with such large increases in all-cause mortality in the young, that it, there would be a statistical showing that we could extract easily out. And if you look in Euromomo, it's not there. Now, I'm not... Um, I think... I, I, this... Uh, what is it? Man in the shed, something outside Alan. Um, the it's not that I don't doubt that he's representing the data from ONS correctly. My issue becomes that it's not coming out as statistically significant in Euromomai data, even when you look by country. And you know, I I actually sent him a DM asking him uh, why that would be uh, if we go down by country um, let's do this um, the, the significance isn't there now if you ask me a 30% increase against baseline um, you should be seeing um, some crossover of thresholds, but then you know maybe I'll, maybe it's something 
alas Horatius in the in the background but it's it's not there at the moment so I want to um, be uh, cautious right now and let's do by 14 and 15 to 44 years um there's a slight peak but i'm not seeing it and i want to know why because you can look at the ons data and here I've got it broken down by age group and you can certainly see that there are increases above the expected and it's not COVID it's something else and I'm at a loss to explain why that would be and I'm right now my assumption would be just be differences in data processing um how they're how they're calculating the expected mean and the uh, the error bars around it which are their significance thresholds but i don't i don't know um i don't have good answer right now so i would i would just be cautious about using now i've used it in um my presentation that i gave the other day and like i say it is it is there in ons data and he had the good graces to respond to me he put some other other groups there and at, you know zero to 14 are below threshold um but certainly 2023 is um, significantly, well, I say significantly, but um, visually obvious with respect to uh, the, the baselines here, 2013, 2014, etc. Um, so just be circumspect and hopefully we'll sort of um dig into uh this or i'll try and dig into it a little bit um but um at outside alan if you want to follow the account um i do like his charts um they're very um eye-catching i'll say the least if you want to follow him um but Euro Momo says no. This is with respect to UK data. And like I say, I'm struggling to see how. Hey, behave. What, what would be 15, 20% increases above baseline doesn't hit significance? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you've got to have way, way, way more sustained than that. But 
It is what it is, folks. So um, I wanted to just make sure that I was being accurate. All right. Um, let's see. Best we round up them vaccinated and keep them away from those smart, unvaccinated kids. Has heard a lot of them vax people dead now. Maybe. Maybe. Um, oh, Kamada Rixie in the chat. Good to see you, bro. Uh, hope you're well. Um, let's see. The weak died off. Yeah, I mean, you would... Um, you would think so, right? You, we would have had some sort of pull forward effect. And, you know, just again, just looking at this, this looks very, very disturbing. Um, but it's not coming out in Euromomo, which is a statistical analysis uh, based on um, previous years rather than just um, raw, raw scores for mortality. See, 2023, the death rates are much, much lower compared to the last two years. Well, except 0 to 14. <laughs> well, it's tailing off now, I guess, but we're heading into the winter. All right, so uh, maybe those sea lions were guzzling Fukushima spring water. Uh, they're a little too far away and wrong 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 ocean i would say all right um moving on let's get to this paper the first one which has been causing a uh a storm kicking up a rumpus on twitter the last 24 hours which is detection of recombinant spike protein in the blood of individuals vaccinated against SARS-CoV-2 um, possible molecular mechanisms. Now, um, it's a short paper. I think I can read it relatively quickly. I know I'm not going to get to Herves. I can already feel my uh, voice going, but uh, we'll we'll do this one. And basically the paper's saying that they're able to detect the expression products many, many, many months later uh, because of the uh, the magic proline lock and um, if you were anyone that told you that the vaccine disappears in a day or two, etc., um, you can take this paper and uh, shove it and scruff them by the neck like you do your, your cat when it's taking a shit on your bed and rub its nose in it. Um, rub this paper in it or rub their nose in it, <laughs> I should say. So... Um, Abstract purpose. The SARS-CoV-2 pandemic prompted the development and use of next-generation vaccines. Among these, mRNA-based vaccines consist of injectable solutions of mRNA encoding for a recombinant spike, which is distinguishable from the wild-type protein due to specific amino acid variations introduced to maintain the protein in a prefused state. This work presents a proteomic approach to reveal the presence of recombinant spike protein in vaccinated subjects regardless of antibody titer. Um, they use mass spectrometry in this particular instance. Now, I've never done mass spec, etc., but it's a very um, precise analytical technique and forms the backbone of modern proteomics now. So the specific uh, proline spike fragment was found in 50% of the biological samples analyzed and its presence was independent of the SARS-CoV-2 IgG antibody titer. The minimum and maximum 
time at which PP spike was detected after vaccination was 69 and 187 days, respectively. Um, the conclusions, the presented method allows to evaluate the half-life of the spike protein molecule PP and to consider the risks or benefits in continuing to administer additional booster doses of the SARS-CoV-2 mRNA vaccine. This approach is of valuable support to complement antibody level monitoring and represents the first proteomic detection of recombinant spike in vaccinated subjects. Um, now, I'm interested in what tissues they sampled um is it just blood 20 human biological samples were collected doesn't say mm. um i wish they'd been clear I'll, I'll make the presumption that it's blood so uh we'll skip the first paragraph we know all about sars and um causing the great pandemic. The RNA genome of SARS-CoV-2 consists of about 30,000 nucleotides and contains 11 major coding regions. From a structural point of view, SARS-CoV-2 uh, is characterized by a large number of glycosylated spike S proteins covering its surface and facilitating binding to the angiotensin-converting enzyme ACE2 receptor of the host cell, mediating viral cell entry. Spike protein is one of the four major protein of SARS-CoV-2. It enables recognition of the host cell receptor and subsequent entry into the host cell. It consists of the distal S1 subunit, which is useful for recognition, and the proximal S2 subunit, which is essential for fusion with the host cell membrane. During the development of the two most widely used mRNA-based vaccines, Pfizer-BioNTech and Moderna, all uridine nitrogen bases were replaced with methyl pseudouridine, a less immunogenic but more stable nitrogen base. At the same time, mutations were made within the 4,284 nucleotides constituting the spike protein at positions K986P and V987P to make the protein produced after ribosomal reading stable refusion form to stimulate increased production of human antibodies. The S protein of SARS-CoV-2, I've lost my place, is highly conserved among human coronaviruses and is involved in receptor recognition, viral attachment and entry into the host cells. For this reason, it represents, for a part of scientists, one of the most important targets for the development of vaccines and therapeutic approaches against COVID-19. Among the COVID-19 vaccines developed and tested, those that have shown the most promising results in preventing COVID-19 infection are novel class of vaccine products composed of mRNA filaments encapsulated, sorry, encapsulated in lipid nanoparticles. Two of them have received emergency use authorization from the FDA and conditional approval from the European Medicines Agency. Both consist of a recombinant mRNA to be inoculated as a vaccine, which encodes for a recombinant SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. Although the mRNAs are different, both encode for the same recombinant spike protein here called PP spike. This differs from the natural one wild type spike by the double amino acid change at position 986 and 987. Uh, the amino acids lysine and valine are both replaced by two proline amino acids in order to stabilize the spike conformation in an inactive prefusion state. 
the introduced double amino acid variation abolishes a triptych, sorry, yeah, triptych, I thought I said cryptic for a minute, uh, digestion site. As a result, it's possible to distinguish by triptych digestion followed by mass spectrometry analysis, synthetic spike proteins originated from the translation of the mRNA vaccines from natural spikes circulating in biological fluids. Ah, oh, my precious fluids! Here we present a methodological approach that can specifically detect the presence of PP spike in biological fluids of human and animal organisms such as blood, urine, saliva and bronchoalveolar lavage fluids. The study group from southern Italy was 40 subjects. 20 were vaccinated with the full cycle of mRNA vaccines as of April 2022, being part of the health sector, and 20 were unvaccinated with negativity for COVID-19 to nasopharyngeal test and no titer of any antibodies. Other 20 unvaccinated persons were added that were positive for COVID-19. The specific PP spike fragment was found in 50% of the biological samples analyzed. 50% um, of the 20 that were vaccinated or all of the subjects, all 20? Not clear to me. This presence was independent of the SARS-CoV-2 IgG antibody titer. The antibody titers had a geometric mean of 629 BAU, one of the biologically active units, I guess that means. The minimum time PP spike was detected was 69 days after vaccination, while the maximum time was 187 days. All controls, samples from unvaccinated individuals were negative. The control group, 20 unvaccinated people, was also tested after contracting COVID-19 and was negative for PP spike. Some studies have observed the presence of the vaccine spike protein immediately after injection. According to the authors, and in general, the vaccine messenger RNA nanoparticle molecules should be picked up by the immune cells in the lymph nodes after injection into the muscle. Recently, other authors have isolated vaccine messenger RNA sequences from peripheral plasma after 28 days after injection. The question of whether or not the vaccine RNA can be integrated into the lymphocyte or other body cells is much debated. Nonetheless, the observation of the protein produced, as presented in this manuscript, go, goes beyond the purely cognitive aspect and defines a method to verify not only the persistence of the vaccine RNA, but the quantification of the product, that is, the protein that is supposed to induce antibody production in order to verify the correct half-life and a possible need to update the vaccine status. Using mass spectrometry examination of biological samples, we detected the presence of specific fragments of recombinant spike protein in about 50% of subjects who received mRNA-based vaccines. Okay, so 10 of the 20. In some cases, we found the PP spike marker in vaccinated individuals more than 30 days after the vaccine, indicating that it is possible to detect vaccine spike protein even after some time after vaccination and in any organic tissue data in preparation. Mm. So the I, I would read that as meaning more than just blood or plasma. Right. Um, see, 
Uh, my ex-wife is a chatterbox. Um, my ex-wife? <laughs> Please don't tell me she's here. Um... Let's see. I'm just trying to catch up with the chat real quick. Um, I had flu B in January 2020, and I don't socialise with sea mammals. I should hope not. Seals are tough as nails, hence why naval special warfare is named after them. Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, our pollution lowers the immunity of our wildlife. Um uh, what was that? I was attacked by an armadillo last night. <laughs> okay. Uh, seal looking like George Floyd and she... Yeah. Um, most likely they just poisoned them and are using the shocking images to gin up mu zoo erotic spillover fear porn. I don't know. Again, I would just be cognizant of these things being out there, but... Um, Birds, for sure, have been falling prey. Um, hey, Doc, do the spike protein stay intact in store blood at blood banks, or does it degrade? Um, I, I would say it's going to be there in donated blood. Um, people are dying young now for odd reasons, yes. Um... What says Wench says my immune conspiracy came true. <laughs> LOL. Um were those dead no, it's Argentina, the dead seals. Um let's see. Mind you, the BBC mass murdered a load of walruses by pushing them off a cliff, then playing Is that true? I <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't surprise me from the BBC. Um Let's see, I did that, did that, did that. Uh, the ones on our coast were aviation, I mean, I think you mean avian flu, not aviation flu. There. Fukushima spring water makes you glow in the dark. Meh. Uh, they also blame toxic algae. My guess is cover up for our disgusting habits. Maybe. Um, good doggy says six genders of goy. How dare you, sir? We've put the uh, we've put the tum tums away for the moment. Uh, do, 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 do. Stem cell banks in Canada do not take tainted blood. Interesting. All right. Let's get back to the paper. Based on the results obtained, hypotheses can be made for possible molecular mechanisms of persistence of spike PP. In particular, three hypotheses are possible and are shown in figure three. One, it is possible that mRNA may be integrated or retranscribed in some cells. Yes. It's possible that pseudouridines at a particular sequence position, as described in the article, induce the formation of a spike protein that is always constitutively active, but it seems very remote as a hypothesis. Three, it's possible that the mRNA-containing nanoparticle will be picked up by bacteria, normally present at the basal level in the blood. In fact, the existence of blood microbiota in clinically healthy individuals was proven during the last 50 years. Indeed, indirect evidence 
by radio radiometric analysis suggested the existence of living microbial forms in erythrocytes. In addition, the observation of the PP spike marker in the individuals vaccinated more than 30 days after the vaccine in about 50% of subjects could also be explained by the wide biodiversity of eukaryotic and prokaryotic microbiota identified in blood by next-generation sequencing technologies. Hmm. Now, if it's got into this... I don't know. What, what did they call it? Um, some, I had a word for the low level of bacteria, but I'm not seeing it right now. But I don't know. They say that there are these low level bacterium um, in the blood that in theory, I guess, could take up a plasmid. Um, I presume it would have to be... I don't know, does it have to be E. coli? I don't know. I mean, again, these are, you're scratching around very much on the, the edges of biological understanding here. And if it's got into bacteria, then essentially it could be being pumped out indefinitely. The other possibility, of course, is that it gets into um, stem cells uh, in the bone marrow, for example. Okay, so they go on. In conclusion, the possibility of detecting the presence of specific fragments of recombinant spike protein opens new scenarios for monitoring the presence and half-life of vaccine spike protein in vaccinated individuals. The hypothesis advanced need more and larger studies. At present, these initial observations are limited only to assessing the presence of the vaccine protein with the aim of wanting to provide aid in the individual's decision to administer booster doses or temporize or temporize, sorry, full stop. Um, yeah, for those that want to look at the charts, there's the uh, mass spec trace and their uh, double proline um, sequence. Um, can't really pull much from there. There's the hypothesis, and um, the rest is methods. Um, so that's one paper done, and it's short and sweet, and the... <laughs> it's just... Again, what were they thinking? And here, here is the evidence that you're putting out or you're spitting out these peptides in a body compartment that it shouldn't be in. And it's getting into in general circulation and presumably can cross the blood-brain barrier. And I would make the presumption if that double proline segment is there, all the other amyloidogenic uh, sequences are as well. And who knows what it's doing and it'll, again it'll depend on the um the individual at hand and their own uh, genome physiology etc etc so um a very very interesting data point i'm gonna add that to my pinned tweet on twitter just for 
beautiful fonts. Let me do this. Uh, the one that's marked sensitive content. All right, that's that done. And uh, let me let me do this, um, which is remind everyone about this particular paper and the identification of uh, beeping Discord. cast your mind back um to i don't maybe maybe this got printed already um check but on bio archive at least All right it still hasn't been published yet oh, that's a shame it's a good paper um but the one where they would find spike protein uh, in the bone marrow of the skull and meninges, and it would travel down these trabeculae or canal, canals into the brain tissue, brain parenchyma. And this is um, it's problematic. And, oh, yeah, I remember this paper. It had all the cool um, comparisons with... Uh, influenza and you can see how it's um, spreading all around the body in these uh, defatted uh, mice uh, that would be that would be that uh, fear and cleavage site folks and this is yeah well, it's easy for me to see, but that's max I can go. But just under my head, you can see it all being lit up in the brain. Um, look, I'm... Again, there's nothing we didn't know already from this paper. There's plenty of research pointing to these well, sites that should be of concern with respect to impacts on central nervous system. Um, they are playing patty cake with these bioweapons. Uh, yes, you're right, um, Raspberry. Uh, Grout Guppy, uh, I put a link to uh, Christie's full presentation. Um, you asked me in... Uh, comment section the other day um i don't know if you saw that but i'm mccann dojo in the library is her full um full link let's see but what do you want me to take a look at christagina.org what is that Yes, I'm human. 
<laughs> you know, somewhere I'm also at the point where just chip me so I don't have to do these uh, stupid tick boxes. Um, what am I looking at here? Christagena. Um, um, <laughs> hi, I, uh, I can see what that is there. Um, I'm not sure uh, what you want me to grab from that, though. Grout guppy. Um, let's see. <laughs> Amber twisted the truth about dying walruses. I believe him on climate change. <laughs> yeah. Those motherfuckers, man. <laughs> um... Say hi back to M from me, Marie. Um, the genetics and history of Christianity is for real nerds. Yeah, it's not my... Look, I, I find it fascinating, all the metaphysical discussions and the, the heated back and forth between the the, the true believer and the, uh, the agnostic, etc. Look, I'm very much, I'm, I am not an atheist by a long shot. I just, I don't know enough about the, um, the scripture side of it to have one opinion one way or the other. And I'm, it's a fascinating debate listening to people go back and forth about it particularly i i especially like the um the i don't know i, I, don't, I don't know if it's the i'll just call it the bjorkness hypothesis which is that this um christianity it's all a scam all a scam by those tumtums and uh hook Droopy-eyed hook noses to uh, for world domination. You know that's that's kind of interesting to me, but it doesn't uh, it doesn't get in the way of my my belief in uh, our Lord, our Father. Please, 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 please be kind to me. Um, let's see. Uh, you know who full well who has a mission to destroy the white nations? Uh, yes, I do. I don't hold back in saying uh, who that is. Um, the and you know have they used Christianity as a vehicle to do it? Maybe, 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 maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm not. Uh... Look. You want me to uh, walk around and kick the tires and uh, check the spark plugs on a brain? I'm your man. Um, <laughs> sorting through ancient scriptures, etc. Not so much. Um, like I say, if you want to come on the stream and have a debate about it, I'm more than happy to facilitate it for um, people. But um, I'm I'm just an uh, interested listener at that point. Um, let's see. One deals with provable things that others rely on faith. Is that the sound of beer? No, it's just, uh, barley tea, basically. Um, look, us unto mench, we have to drink the, uh, municipal supplied water. And so you put like a, well, you can see it. Like a big, big tea bag of, I don't know, bar uh, barley, yeah, I guess. Something like that. It's, it's okay. Um, 
Right. Uh, let's see. Do I have the strength to do the other paper, which is um, this one? SARS-CoV-2 RNA persists in the central nervous system of non-human primates despite clinical recovery. Now, this is from the Tulane group. We've looked at their work before. Um, they did, I, I think it's very, very good primate studies because they used aerosol, infective routes, etc. They showed that there are species differences. African green monkeys seem uh, way more susceptible than macaques. And this, I guess, is their latest. Um, it's, it's just a letter, though, right? If I understood correctly. Um, yeah, it's just a letter. I, I will muscle through this. And um, it's big boy. Oh, he's not going to do that. Daddy won't let him. Daddy will stop him. Uh, maybe I've got to deal with the kids. What do I do? Do I... Do I do this? Get this paper out the way. Uh, is there a hot pepper tea? Um, well, you can put pepper in the tea, I guess. Kids are playing up right now, and I can... It'll take me probably 30 minutes to do this. Um... Look, there's there's nothing we don't know. I'll come back to this paper. Um, I can hear them going backwards and forwards right now, and um, the mother is not home. Um, as I've been saying for years, there's it's there. You'll find it in the brain along with these amyloidogenic uh, peptide sequences. You'll probably like to get the same from gene transfection as well. And some people are going to have a hard time of it. Uh, it's the fingerprint of uh, extant biological warfare until proved otherwise. And, you know, there's not much you can do right now. Buckle down or buckle up, get ready, make sure you don't get caught out by the Zog Wars that they've got coming for you. And, um, yeah, I better, I can hear them screaming. So I'm going to get out of here. I'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you for those that fed that blick today. Much, much appreciated. He appreciates it too. I will see you in the next one. Maybe tonight um, I'll do one. Laters. Bye-bye. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these peppers. I will fucking kill each fucking pepper. I swear. <laughs> this is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually saying. Fuck these peppers. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never. No. I will fucking die. Fucking fighting for my fucking fuck. bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. 